Hey, listeners, welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. One of my favorite things about the podcast is having friends on. And today I get to have a friend on this that's extra fun for me because he too is from New Jersey. Steve Hampel, welcome to the podcast. It's great to be here, Chuck. I am so thrilled about it. You know, there's even though you're from South Jersey, which is really it's different. I mean, those of us who know, if you know, you know, right? It's so rare that here, I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I've been in the South for quite a while, Florida, California, all over. It's so rare to find a friend who's also heavily involved in ministry, who's a Jersey guy. That's right. The, The North is a tough place, Chuck. It really is. And that may be a whole other podcast that we need to have. I honestly, I, so I've lived in New Jersey and California in Florida, and there are places where ministry is different. And yeah. I, I think some of the strategies that we use, uh, the approach we have to reaching kids and families in our communities is can needs to be adapted for our context. Right. That's not what we're here to talk about today, but that is very relevant and we need to do. Very. That. So Steve, we're not too far off in age. And so we're pretty much of the same kind of era. Right. And so me having grown up in New Jersey, I right. left in 2000, oh, when, 94, 94, 95, right. I left and moved to California. So I haven't lived there for a long time. Right. So I kind of just want to check to see if things are still how they used to be. So I, I've got a little list of my favorite things from sure. growing up in New Jersey. Maybe you can All just right. help confirm right. that they're still real and true. And give me a reason to come back. All right. Most of them, I'll just give you a fair warning, listeners. Most of them are food related. Food related. Amen. Amen. <laughs> because one of the best things about living in New Jersey is the food. Yeah, that's right. So the first one, the one that is the most important is the pizza. Yes. Still, you, you still have good pizza in Jersey? Unfortunately, we have a lot of chains that have been trying to drop in yeah, and jump in. But man, no, you can't you can't beat our mom and pop shops at all for pizza. They are the, so the best. The greatest thing about it is every like strip mall, right? Like right. The, every other block, there's like a strip mall, outdoor yeah. mall. If you don't know what a strip mall is, listeners, <laughs> it's like outdoor stores that are kind of like all gathered together, okay. uh, like the grocery store. And then there's nine other stores like on that same little area. Uh, every strip mall has a local mom and pop pizza that's pizza right. shop. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yep, that's right. And they're that's all right. and and it's all really believe it or not. What they say about it for New Jersey, they say the difference in our pizza is actually the water. the water. The water. It's the water. Except there, it's not the there water. There are pizza places out west that import our water to make their pizza. It's water, Steve. It's water. That's right. Well, I try my best because if I'm going to communicate with the masses, (laughs) (laughs) they don't understand. Like when we get water from a creek, you know. There you go. (laughs) Hold the dialect back. So yeah, the water makes a big difference in the quality of the pizza. And so, so we have again lived all over the country, and I'm always on a quest to find the best New Jersey style pizza. To clarify for the listener, New York pizza is not the best. No. It's New Jersey pizza. That's right. That's, That's right. better. That's and right. and just for the record, listeners, this is an educational program. <laughs> the Statue of Liberty is not in New York. That's right. It's in New That's Jersey. Right. We claim it. We it's claim in the it. middle of the river on the Jersey side. You've been okay. lied to all your life. You really have been. <laughs> my, my second food-related memory that I miss about New Jersey is 
the bagels. Oh, yes. The bagels. Yes. The bagels. The bagels. Another thing that has to do with the water. With the it water. Really the it's dough the water. and the water. It's the water in New Jersey. All the I different. Mean, and who when knew? You, when you can't see through the water, <laughs> that's what <laughs> those, you, those you are the minerals out. we add. <laughs> you pick out the syringes. It's all good to go. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's that water from the Meadowlands. Who knows what's in there? Then, okay, so the bagels, and they are, guys, they're not the same. No. I know they now have bagels everywhere. Literally, mm -hmm. there is no bagel, yeah. like a Jersey no. or, or New York bagel. There's yeah. something about how it's made, the size, they're huge, yeah, and they're yeah. just so good. There's barely a hole in the middle. There barely is a hole That's right. in the middle. And if you're getting like the bag of Thomas's bagels in the plastic no. wrapper, that, that's not a bagel. It's a bread circle. No. Bagels are so different. The chewiness, <laughs> everything about it is so good. That's right. Uh, okay. The third thing, and this will be the last one, but this one may, although I love pizza, love mm -hmm. bagels. The thing that I truly miss the most, that's the hardest to replicate is a good Jersey diner. Oh, uh, and, a and diner just, world. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we have great diners. I mean, really, we still have some diners that you see the train car, you know, you see that. Yeah, look, the, it's like silver the on the outside. To it, you still see them. The signs are faded. Everything needs painting. And you go, that's where I need to go. It's been there for a hundred years. The grill is like exactly, seasoned with a hundred exactly. years of cooking everything. I and you can get everything. Sandwich. <laughs> you can get everything, right? It's like you can, you can get you a, can. You, a burgers, cheese fries, yeah. disco you know, fries. It's all the same grill. Oh yeah. Really, just throw it all in the same. But there's grill. no BLT, like a diner BLT. No, and and no. where else do you go? This is what I miss. Where do you go at two o'clock in the morning exactly. to get a shake in, in uh exactly. gravy fries? Exactly. Jersey. That's right. That's there right. There you go. Another time, Steve. Next time you're back, we can talk about the shore. We can talk about exactly. Springsteen. So we can talk stuff. about Bon Jovi. It's such a small state, but it's, we'll it's got everything. Talk about great adventure. We can get all of that another time. Another time. Thank That's you right. for taking another me down time. memory lane with some of that. And now I'm hungry, and nothing <laughs> I eat today is going to be anywhere near as good as all That's the right. things that you're going to eat today. FOMO. Right. It's all FOMO. Well, Stephen Hample, Pastor Steve is pastor at, help me say it right. I want to say Gloucester, Gloucester, yes. Gloucester County, Calvary Chapel of Gloucester yes. County, uh, pastor of family ministries there. Right. And uh, Steve, you uh, you have such a heart for kids ministry, oh, I love uh, for kids and students. And so we have gotten to know each other yep. uh, uh, through different events and gatherings and we're friends on social media. And it's just been so fun for me to observe you doing ministry and implementing a lot of the tools yeah. and the concepts sure. that we make here at LifeWay, at LifeWay Kids. Yeah. And the things that I've gotten to talk about. And so I wanted to have you on today because about a year ago, about a year ago uh, yeah. at our Etch conference, that's listeners, if you don't know Etch, it's the Etch Family Ministry Conference. Now the Etch Next Gen Conference happens every October. You can find details at etchconference.com. Uh, you were there, Steve, at that gathering. Right? Yeah. And I talked about a thing. I talked about this idea that we as leaders uh, should pray over the empty chairs in our right. room. We right. Prayer is huge. We need to be in prayer for everything. Sure. We want to pray for the kids are th who are there every week. Right. We certainly want to pray right. over those who are present. Right. But the idea, the inspiration was, what if we prayed for the kids who weren't there? Right. What if we prayed right. for the empty chair? 
Yeah. And so you picked up on that and you took it and you implemented that and you have just blown it out. And it's been so exciting and fun to see what God has done in your church and how you have inspired others. So let's back up just a little bit. Tell us, Steve, this was kind of a a little bit of a COVID response, the idea in the scenario. Take us back like 2019. What were things like in your church and in the church? What happened to us with COVID? And then how did our chairs wind up so empty? Sure. Well, one of the one of the things, especially again, uh, going back to a northern state, we had lockdowns like crazy. I mean, we we did hear about other churches down south that were, you know, implementing things and doing what they needed to do. But uh, especially in New Jersey, New York, we were locked. I mean, we we were shut, shut down. Um, I mean, even to the point where when we were trying to record services, we had to be home by certain times. Wow. It was just insane. You, the roads were empty. Everything was shut down. And so uh, what church looked like for us was pretty much streaming online. And we know that that's difficult because some of our concerns are what are parents doing? How are, are they? It became their parents' responsibility to make sure those kids were getting the lessons we were taking all the great, still taking the uh, great material that Lifeway gave us before the pandemic, yeah. and we used it during the pandemic in our live streams. Uh, we still did the verses. We did everything that a large group would do. All of our leaders participated. So that is how it looked like a large group online, but it still wasn't the same. All the kids were at home. And even then we saw the streams, unfortunately, as as COVID was going on, we were we were having a good amount of kids watching the stream. And that started to dwindle because I think yeah. people just got they got tired. Yeah. They got locked in their homes and, and they got weary of trying to pursue their faith. And so it was a discouraging time when we thought, wow, what's what will this look like when we reopen? What will this look like? As soon as we opened the doors and the first time we opened the doors, we had, I think it was five kids. Yeah. And that was, that was sad. And uh, we were all like, you know, 10 feet apart and all that other stuff. And yeah. we were discouraged. So we came to edge. Uh, my wife and I came to edge completely discouraged with how are we going to be refreshed in what we've got going on right now? And that's when you kicked into gear. And so we we at we at Lifeway again had been also processing on our side about how do we strategically support, encourage, right. inspire churches. And for me, that sometimes looks like a creative solution and a challenge. Right. And so this idea of the empty chairs was something that God had pressed on me probably for a year. Or, right. or or so before I got to share that at Etch. Yeah. And so in that sharing, you know, I had the opportunity to say, I pulled a chair out on the stage and put right. it in the middle of the stage. Right. And, and we did this together with everybody yeah. in the room. Let's put right. our hands on a chair that's near you. That's empty. And let's pray for those that, and just ask that God would bring someone to fill yeah. that chair right. and to say, go home and do that in your churches. And so right. uh, you didn't just hear that, but that was something that actually resonated within you, Steve. Well, your well how that, how that occurred. I mean, we have, obviously we've been praying for our church. We've been yeah. praying for it to reopen. So we're doing 
what we thought we needed to do in terms of praying. And when we came to Etch, I remember my wife and I are sitting in the second row, which I love to be in the second row, the splash zone, still the first, well, secondary <laughs> splash zone. But don't uh, pick the first row. At least the second, the you, at least one row of people. One. Yeah. So, but what, what we were doing, we're sitting there and you brought the chair out and it was actually a ministry changing time for me. Wow. And what it was when you brought that out and you're praying over the chair, my wife and I just look at each other and said, that's what we have to do. Both of us looked at this, us the same time we're looking at each other. We're, we've got tears in our eyes going, this is what we have to do. I put a note down, everything. All of a sudden, I said, I knew what's going to happen the first day I get back from Etch. So, I mean, it really, I mean, th that message resonated. But what was what resonated more for us was not just praying for the kids that were coming back. Your your initial prayer was actually to refill the chairs that have been empty because yes. of the pandemic. And we took it and we said, you know what? Let's pray for all the chairs yes. for the kids that are missing, uh, for new kids, for any, you know, anything to any kid to come in, pray for whatever the circumstances are. Then we said we're going to pray for chairs because a lot of our leaders were worried about coming back. So we had to pray over the their chairs. chairs. We brought leader yeah. chair. We brought leader chairs up and prayed over them. We said we are going to pray to fill them. Now, understand, so one of the ways one of the ways you did that, Steve, is you prayed for different sizes of chairs. Is that yes, right? Yes. What we tell did, us about we, that. We we brought we brought up a size chair for each group. Like obviously the preschoolers have smaller chairs. Little than tiny the chairs. So yeah. we yeah. <laughs> so we brought them up and we laid them, we we put them across the room. And it was it was neat because they were all empty. And our church, uh, the way it was set up for large group, we had just the amount of chairs we needed. That day I got back. Now, again, this is like I'm coming back on Thursday into a church building with this inspiration. All the time, Satan is saying, don't do this. This is a crazy idea. This is kind of ridiculous. People are going to laugh at you for doing this. And I just said, you know what? I need to be obedient to God. I doubled the amount of chairs that we had in the room and we put those other chairs up front mm -hmm. and I decided to pray over them. I, I wanted to, I wanted to shake my fist at Satan and go, I'm going, we're doing this. So we did. I prayed over all by myself because it felt crazy. I prayed over each one of those chairs and I just prayed over each group. Mm -hmm. Then I went back and prayed over and, and I recorded it you know, on my phone. And I, I sent it out to our people. I said, guys, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to start bringing and refilling the church. And I did, I got a lot of naysayers going, that's kind of a silly thing. And it's not going to happen. We know what's happening. And so the very first week when I introduced it to the kids, they were, kids are always on board for something. So new. you didn't they, just do this just with the leaders. Right, because no, what no, level no, no, would no, no. be? I'm going to pray is, over empty seats with my leaders. Yeah. You did this with the no, no, kids no, no. This as well. Was with the kids, and we we wanted to make sure that the kids knew. We want the the main key, the lesson we wanted to show is that God answers prayer. Yes. Somehow God is going to show these kids answered prayer. I don't want to be that little group of leaders huddled and praying for a ministry. I want to include the whole family. I want to include all the kids. I want the kids to say praise God. And yes. again, uh, as I've I've said to other people before, we didn't make it a contest. It wasn't like, oh, if you bring a friend, you get a candy bar. All it was 
was prayer. And the, the prize was to see a seat filled. And that's what it was. See, and I mean, that's I, so that's yeah. that and I believe that's as it should be, right? Because yes, exactly. there's, you know, I know exactly. in kids' ministry, we love the contest. We love yes. the boys versus girls yes. VBS offering. We love yes. to bring a friend, get a prize. That's all read a Bible, memorize the verse, right. get a sticker. That's all great. That's fine, right? There's nothing yes. wrong with positive reinforcement. Right. However, it is so different when yeah. we demonstrate that, guys, this is not something yeah. we're doing. We are going to yeah. see God move yeah. and him respond as we're obedient to seek him and ask him. He'll show up. Yeah. And yeah. so that's a whole different lesson. Whole than different if lesson. you bring a friend, we, we can fill these chairs because I mean, we knew we, we couldn't. Now, we wanted to see the answer to the prayer, obviously. But the main thing was we wanted to see the kids see that God does answer. That was the biggest yes. lesson. I mean, and honestly, it was a lesson to us as leaders as well, because we're going in uh, half doubting that this, yeah. what happens if this doesn't happen? And so the first week we did that, I, I, and I'm saying for the probably the next two months, every time we did this, we prayed over all those chairs, we prayed for the kids, and it wound up that as soon as we're done the prayer, a new kid would come in. I am not kidding. Wow. Now, I'm not talking about a kid who used to be there. Right, somebody brand new that you've never met. coming in. Yeah. And so as we saw that happening, we saw our group growing. Another lesson we decided to teach the kids was this, pointing to every single one of those kids there and go, you in that chair is an answer to a prayer. Yes. I wanted them to know not only are they seeing God answer prayer, but they are also the answer. They are part of that. Yes. Part of that. So every time a new kid would come in, we'd say, do you know why you're here? And you go, <laughs> my grandma so brought I, me. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> We've exactly. been praying for you. Know. We didn't even know you. <laughs> and he said, you are an answer to prayer. Yes. And they would just, and the, the glow on their faces meant so much to them. And the kids got so excited. It became every time after we were done praying, another kid would come in. You'd hear the whole group just go out in the walls. <laughs> They're just like clapping like crazy, like another kid. And so we just saw that answered in prayer. And now what we're doing, um, catching up to speed, we have actually only, only by God answering our prayers, uh, pretty much close to uh, three times the size, if not four times the size of what we started at. What you were pre-COVID. What we were pre-COVID. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And we're just praise seeing God. that. And we're, we just praise God because we're seeing new kids. We're seeing new families coming out. And and we understand that why some of those families are coming out, but they still are an answer to prayer. Yeah. Uh, we still have churches that have no Sunday school program yet. We still have churches up here that are doing live stream for their kids. Yeah. And so our church opening fully up, we're seeing a lot of kids coming in, answering prayers. But what's now happening is our kids are not just praying for chairs. Yeah. They're praying for this. I want to pray for my friends. I want to pray. For... So the prayer lines have opened up and we've done, we did one thing that was kind of what I thought was crazy, but again, God shows me crazy is we did an open mic prayer. And we said to any of the kids, Hey guys, if you want to come up and pray for anything, we shut down the whole lesson Wow! because we had such a line of kids that just kept coming and praying and they were praying for their friends at school. So we see the power in prayer. So really the encouragement that the kids got 
from the prayers for chairs, the leaders seeing the answers they got from the prayers for chairs. We have we have probably doubled our leaders. And like I said, three, four times more of the kids. So much so, and, and this is a new prayer, we opened up a Christian school. Wow. So, I mean, we just see God answering prayers. Again, no prizes, no nothing, just seeing God answer prayers. Well, I know that there were times when you had to go find more chairs. Yes. You ran out yes. of chairs. I had people saying, we will buy you chairs. <laughs> yes, we will buy you chairs. We're pulling chairs from everywhere. So it was like, where are they? <laughs> so, but, and, and again, here's the, the other thing we wound up doing. When we had adults doing that, all of a sudden, they had me lead a prayer night at church. Yeah. And up on the stage, there was a pew chair. There was, you know, there was a coffee house chair. We took all the chairs from the main building and put them up on the platform. And we did a prayer for those chairs as well. We did a prayers, you know, prayers for chairs for our seniors group. So it has blossomed across the church. So, so we are beautiful. we are seeing how God is answering those prayers. So maybe what you thought was a really good message to give a group of people has has had such a huge impact because we took it to heart. You know, my wife and I crying on that row <laughs> leading to this. We're just seeing how God has just blown it up. And now, Steve, you also have heard from other churches, right? Because you're you're involved in kids ministry communities and social yeah. media and places, and yeah. you share openly what you're doing and how God's yeah. responding. And that it hasn't just stopped with your church, right? I believe that you, you've had others, other churches who have been inspired by what you've seen God do. Yeah, we there's probably not a week that doesn't go by where I don't get at least one phone call where I will. And what I do now, I set Thursdays aside for my calls for churches that want to just talk and ask how we do things. And um, I love that. I, I feel very blessed and honored by God to be able to do this. And I share with them, how are we doing prayers for chairs? How can you do prayers for chairs? What's it going to look? I have doubts about it. And it's like, no, 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 let me talk you through it. So we have multiple churches jumping in, doing the same exact thing as uh, you shared, we did, and we're going on. Yeah. Something else, Steve, that I that I fully believe uh, is is uh, not an accident uh, is that you. I know that you are are so much driven by the gospel, and yes. not just you're not filling chairs just so that you can right. have a full room. Not at all. You're right. not filling chairs so that you can have a report that says we're right. four times right. bigger. Right. 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 You you are doing this out of a genuine passion yeah. for the gospel and to connect right. those kids with Jesus. Right. right. And I believe in your ministry that that God is honoring that in you right. when we put Jesus first and right. we seek God humbly. Yeah. He will. He will respond. Well, that's so tell I, us about once those kids uh, come in. Steve, what's your, what is the goal of your, your ministry? The goal of our ministry, I mean, we, we use the gospel project. So obviously everything is Christ-centered, but if we didn't use the gospel project, we'd still be Christ-centered yeah. because our goal is to lead every kid to Christ and to show Christ in everything that we do. So when they come in, our whole thing, all of our leaders want to make sure that they have a relationship with Jesus, yeah. that um, while other churches might have other things that they're doing. We do. We we heavily concentrate on making sure they know how to use the word of God. Yeah. Uh, we make sure 
that they know how to flip through a Bible, even though that's kind of gone away for many people. So uh, important, though. Yeah, I mean, so we're, we're, we're teaching the kids. Uh, the Gospel Project uses a thing called God's Plan. Now, it was originally used for teachers to lead the kids to Christ. And what we did was we flipped it and so that we could teach the kids how to share their faith awesome. with other kids. So we use we use God's plan as a, a supplement to the lessons that we give. And every kid in our class are in our in our large group or in our church. They know God's plan for themselves. And matter of fact, just in August, we baptized over 20 some kids in a Sunday morning service. Uh, just it was just such a, a great morning that I knew all those kids knew God's plan for them, had a relationship with Jesus. And so now they also know how to share the gospel. And we're seeing that again, uh, no different than the reward of praying for chairs is filling the seats. The rewards for sharing the gospel is seeing a friend come to Christ. I have said to my leaders, I've said to my kids, there's no prize I can give greater than Jesus Christ. Amen. That's the greatest prize. All that other stuff, that's all fringe fun stuff. But Jesus Christ is the best gift we can receive as well as the best gift we can give. Amen. Amen. Steve, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for your faithfulness to listen to the Holy Spirit when you were prompted to do this. Right. It has been so fun to see uh, how God has worked in your church. Uh, would you would you pray for our listeners? There may be many out there uh, in the Northeast, but also all over the country who are still recovering, who still have a lot of empty seats, who have not seen kids and families come back, and who really, we know all of our communities, whether yeah. they've ever been to our churches or not, God wants them to come to him. Uh, and sure. to know his son sure. and to sure. make him known. And so would you pray for our churches uh, in, in a way that might demonstrate how you have done this okay. so that they sure. might replicate that in their areas? Okay. Um, All right. And then, uh, and then I'll close this out. All right. Dear God, we just come before you and we thank you. We thank you for everyone who is watching this broadcast right now, God. But I just pray for those who haven't been listening. And we think about the chairs. I even think about the chairs that are in their own homes that haven't been filled with relatives or, or friends because of what's going on. But God, I think about the chairs in our churches. Each one of us know that there have been people that have not come back to our fellowship, and we pray for them to come back and fill their seat God, I ask for each church, when they look at their empty seat, that they pray for someone new to come, that they can just share and grow uh, them in their faith. And God, I just pray for all the different ministries, whether, whether it's a senior's ministry all the way down to the nursery, that there are spaces that can be filled. If there is a chair in a church, we know God has a person that can fill it. So God, I just pray for all of our churches uh, as we are coming out and, and coming into recovery, that we know you have been the great physician in all this situation, but now you are going to lead some sheep into our church, and we want to be prepared. God, we, we are just asking you, God, we would put out a challenge to you that you would fill our chairs, that we would have the faith to know that you will fill those chairs. Yes. God, and I thank you for the chairs that have been filled, that each person that is in a seat is an answer to our prayers. Yes. God, I ask blessings upon uh, Lifeway and the 
curriculums that they supply to all the churches that we are able to share Jesus and point kids to Jesus each and every week. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Pastor Steve, thank you so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. Uh, Producer Trey, I'm going to ask Producer Trey to drop into the show notes for this episode at lifeway.com slash kids. You can click on this episode within the podcast. And let's drop in there a link to the blog post about prayer for the empty chairs and a link to that gospel God's plan outline that, that Pastor Steve referenced. So if you're looking for ways to share the gospel, you can find that simple resource that we have provided all in the show notes at lifeway.com slash kids. Find this episode of the podcast there and then off you go. Pastor Steve, thank you again for being here. It's been a pleasure to have you. All right. It's been great. Take care. Go go enjoy some good food. I'm going to. And send me a picture or two once in a while so I can be jealous. Eat something vicariously for me. And listeners, (laughs) thank you. Wherever you are today, we are praying for you and that the Lord would bring those in your community who need to know his son into your ministry so that you can serve them as you serve him faithfully. Thank you for listening. We'll see you back again soon for another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.